On Shabbos we read, where Leah gave birth to six sons, and then she conceives again, and she gives birth to a baby girl, and she names her Dina. Why Dina? So Rashi quotes a Gemara Mesechtes Brachis, Shedona Leah Din Ba'atzma. Leah, as we know, was a prophetess, but she was also a great mathematician. She knew that Yaakov was destined to raise 12 Shvatim. So she did some calculation. I have six, and each of the Shvachos have two each. So that's a total of 10. If I have another boy, that's 11. Then my sister Rachel will have less Shvatim than the maidservants. How embarrassing will that be? So she prayed that the fetus should be a girl. That's why she named her Dina. Question is, the Gemara says, Shadana, that Leah judged herself. How do we see judgment here? The more appropriate name should have been, Pachos, less. She thought Rachel would have less children than the Shvachos. Or Nasan, that she gave away one of her boys. But why Dina? And perhaps the idea is, when people ask for help or they are collecting money for a certain family, Oftentimes, we are quick to judge. You know why they are struggling financially? Because the husband is lazy. Why is he getting up so late? Why doesn't he take on another job? Why doesn't the wife go to work? Everybody knows you need two incomes today to survive. Why are they spending so much money on extras? Why are they making such extravagant simchas? Let them make a tekana wedding. You know why they are struggling with their child? Because the parents are too strict or they are too lenient. You know why she's not conceiving? Because she refuses to consult the right doctors. She disregards the advice from specialists. But the Gemara says, Shadana Leah din ba'atzma. Leah didn't lay blame on others. She said, Maybe it's me. Perhaps Hashem wants me to daven for her. Perhaps I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing my part in helping her. Leah judged herself. She looked in the mirror and said, It's my fault. I'm not doing enough. The least I can do is daven that I have a girl so that my sister can be spared some shame and have two boys. What a lesson. When we see people struggling, we are quick to judge and criticize. But we need to take the time to understand their personality, their temperament, and all their idiosyncrasies. By doing so, we gain insights into the reasons behind their struggles. Instead of passing judgment, we should think, Why is my close friend or my next-door neighbor going through such hardships? Perhaps Hashem wants me to be more generous and more empathetic. Instead of rebuking and condemning, think, maybe it's me. Why did Hashem give me extra money? Perhaps it's because I should be helping them out. And the onus is on me to assist them. Why did Hashem place me next to this particular neighbor? Maybe it's my responsibility to alleviate some of their burden. Why was I made aware of their plight? Perhaps Hashem is telling me, you're not doing enough chesed. To illustrate this point, I'd like to share with you an incredible idea from the Archaim HaKadosh. The Pasuk says in Parshish Mishpatim, Im kesef talves ami, if you lend money to people, as sa'ani imach, to the poor among you, don't oppress them and don't act as a creditor. Question is, the Pasuk says, as sa'ani imach, to the poor among you, the word imach seems superfluous. The Pasuk could have simply said, Esa'ani, if you lend money to poor people, don't torment them. The word imach is unnecessary. And the Rechaim HaKadosh says something so profound. The Rabbani Shalom, for reasons we don't fully understand, gives a person difficult challenges in their life. 
It could be a challenging child, health issues, difficult relationship. It's all part of Hashem's master plan. Poverty is one of those things Hashem inflicts on people. He makes it very difficult for certain people to earn their livelihood. But what about wealth? Why is it that some people merit fantastic wealth? People have tens of millions of dollars, money they can never spend in their lifetime. Why does Hashem give them so much wealth, more than they will ever need? Says the Arachayim, this too is part of Hashem's grand plan. He gives people extra money so that the poor who are in need will have an address to come to. Is it pleasant to beg for money? Obviously not. But this is part of the indignities he needs to suffer as part of his lot in this world. But at the same time, Hashem gives another person an abundance amount of money to sustain this poor person. So in reality, the extra money that the rich person has really belongs to this poor person. Says the Arachayim HaKadosh, the Torah is telling this wealthy man, the money of your poor neighbor is with you. You are holding his money. Why do you think Hashem gave you all this money? Because Hashem deposited with you the money that belongs to 50 people in your neighborhood so that you can give it to them in their time of need. So the Torah tells him, As ani, the poor person's money, imach, is with you. You are holding on to his money. Therefore, don't torment him. Because in reality, this is truly his money. Don't judge him. Even if he had three jobs, he still would have had to come on to you for money. But rather, judge yourself. Am I giving my poor neighbor enough of his own money? Am I giving it to him? But Derech covered. Shadana Leia din ba'atzma. Leia didn't judge others. She judged herself. Perhaps I'm not davening enough. Maybe I'm not doing enough research. I'm not giving her enough support. Maybe I need to do more. Leia is teaching us, before criticizing others, look inward and judge yourself. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.